Hey there, Future Jupiter here. Just to update you that uh, Artificial Ghost Radio will uh, is changing its schedule a tiny little bit, slight adjustment. Instead of updating every other Saturday, it's going to upload every other Sunday, just one more day. And the main reason for this is that it's just way easier on my schedule to do that. I'm usually editing on Saturday anyway nowadays, and it just hasn't been working out. I mean, if you've been a fan of the show for a while, you definitely are used to the idea of uh, episodes releasing a little late anyway, so uh, this way there's just... More consistency with how the episodes come out. Uh, we've been on the Saturday path for a long time and it wasn't even our choice originally. Uh, but, uh, now we're just, we're gonna, we're gonna go on for Sunday. Sunday seems great. Uh, so that's why this episode is released on Sunday. Uh, yeah, cool. You're updated. Have a good day. Enjoy the episode. <laughs> <laughs> You're about to witness a music podcast most foul. What you're about to hear is likely not safe for work. But if you're unperturbed by coarse language and sensitive content, you'll find yourself wrapped up in a world of music and mystery, the likes of which you've never heard before. Why don't you walk through the door and play our devious little game? Welcome, one and all, to Artificial Ghost Radio, a musical tour through the minds of our contestants. I'm shaking with anticipation. Miles. And, wait, <laughs> I was going to finish your joke, and it would have been, been so good. <laughs> and I'm Jupiter. Just Jupiter. <laughs> yeah. You're just our Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't 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 remind me. Uh, so uh, welcome. <laughs> Wait, welcome to Artificial Ghost Radio. Uh, this is our music. I don't know exploration podcast. This is a podcast. That's for sure. It's certainly a podcast. Uh, this is our uh, a podcast about. Uh, uncovering the the deepest, weirdest cuts in music. How do you like that tagline? Beautiful. I like that a lot. I like how I described it in our, um, our uh, conversation the other day, where it's just us sitting at a fucking Charlie Brown Snoopy style uh, wooden stand, and people are just <laughs> <laughs> asking us to deliver the weirdest most specific music takes. <laughs> yeah, we had this whole conversation uh, where we were just like, we have, we have no idea how to pitch this podcast. It doesn't have a definition. It's a, has a, it's had a lot of definitions and none of them are correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like it would be, it would be more, it would be more easy to describe this, or more accurate rather, to describe this as a podcast profiling and updating people on our political stances and uh, sort of gender identities than it is talking about music in any relevant content. I don't know that I would agree with that. We talk about music like uh... quite- Well, me, uh, this is the thing that I'm fucking saying, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Music- is the vessel by which we experience culture. And by experiencing, exploring music, we're exploring culture. Music is the cup. Right. Music is the cup. Exactly. I love that. <laughs> Artificial Ghost Radio, music is the cup. <laughs> music is the cup. <laughs> Can that be our first Art Ghost sticker yes. for the Patreon? Yes. Oh, oh my God. God. Yes. Fuck me. That's so funny. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, uh, uh, actually, we do have something very fun to announce, uh, at the start of the episode, and we'll talk more about it at the end, uh, mm -hmm. but, guess what, motherfuckers? <laughs> we got a pa- <laughs> 
We got a Patreon now. Strong energy, baby. <laughs> Coming in hard and fast. We got a Patreon, motherfucker. Uh, yeah, uh, so... Uh, all three of my podcasts, Artificial Ghost Radio, Deck of Friendship, and Enchanting Aspects, have combined forces to uh, create a unified Patreon account. And uh, it is, uh, by the time you're hearing this, it is not launched yet, but it will be two days after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll talk more about it at the end of the show, uh, but... Suffice to say, on uh, Monday, the or sorry, no, I'm so sorry. It's actually Tuesday. I've been saying Monday for the last several days, but this, this is the first official announcement, so I'm glad that I caught it. It's Tuesday. Uh, on, on Tuesday, the 1st, December 1st, uh, 2020, we are launching the Patreon, uh, and uh, in it, you'll be able to get uh, uh, access to episodes of Deck of Friendship and Art Ghost one week early and uh, check out our sticker club as well. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about it at the end. But yeah, fucking we're starting a Patreon. Hell yeah. Very exciting. And I love everyone that's uh, in the little family. And I'm excited that we get to work together. And yeah. it's always nice to have like a nice direct way of supporting people because it's very direct. It's yeah, a very, very direct, direct way of supporting us. Yeah. Uh, it, and uh, I do want to clarify, because I, 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 I'm sure there will be people listening to this who, who hear that and are, like, worried about, like, oh, is this mean that, like, the network stuff isn't coming? It is absolutely coming. The network is uh, still forming, still working on uh, launch and actually... Uh, we have an internal launch date for the, for the network, uh, but that'll be yeah. a little bit later on. Uh, so, uh, do not worry. Network is still on. Announcements soon, actually, like fairly <laughs> soon. Uh, so, uh, watch out for that. Keep your eyes peeled. Keep your eyes peeled. What a gross phrase. <laughs> it really is. It's really unfortunate. It feels like a thing that Hannibal Lecter would say. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your eyes peeled, Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then it cuts to the next shot, and he's, like, making some meatballs, and you're like, huh. <laughs> and it's a ham-fisted metaphor. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, so, Miles. <gasps> Jupiter. Miles. Oh. I'm musical today. Yeah. Wow. Hey, Miles. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> what's your What's your theme? What's your theme? What's Sorry, the theme? The theme. The th the theme. What is it? Shaking me by the shoulders. What's the theme? <laughs> Give me the info. What's the theme? Damn it! <laughs> Slap. <laughs> um. It is a song that makes uh well me you all of us feel gender euphoric. Mm. I like this because it's broad, because it can just make you feel yourself. You're like, yeah, I'm really feeling gender or no gender today. I feel really no beanie when I listen to this. Or, like, it can be a very literal, like, this is a song about being trans or for trans people. And, like, a multitude of other things. And uh, I, I went fairly abstract, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Not totally abstract. It's still a very, it's a trans song, but sure. it's a bit more, um, it's not like, it's not a sort of cheesy, like, I love my body. I love being me sort of song. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. I, uh, my, and I said this at the end of last episode, but like, I don't connect in with songs in this. I don't connect to like any art in this way. Like, mm. Like, to the extent that, like, when I'm, like, playing a video game or something, like, I feel like the majority of people are, like, you know, they self-insert themselves into the game, right? They're, mm -hmm. are like, they're, like, oh, I'm gonna go to the left here and rummage through the garbage cans to, I don't know, get coins. Yeah. Uh, and I say, oh, my character is gonna go to the left. Same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have that level of separation, and that level of separation extends to, like, all art for me. Mm -hmm. So, whenever we have themes like this that are, like, about my personal experiences in any way, um, I never know where to go. Uh, mm. So, my song is um, maybe a little bit, a slight bit of a cheat. Ah, 
That's all right. It happens. Listen, there are no hard and fast rules on the podcast. That's for that's for damn sure. <laughs> Everyone has different cups, Jupiter. <laughs> Everyone's I'm got different cups use that all the time. It's so good. It's like genuine. Like it's so. It's a, such a stupid thing to say, but it's actually like a good metaphor that I like. It's beautiful. I like love what it. the fuck sucks. Oh my god. But so. But so. But so. And also, and I will just say, like, obviously, Jupiter, Jupiter and I, we've gone through our own, like, gender journeys, especially, like, on this podcast as well. Like, we've really gone through it. Um, so it's always just fun to revisit and be like, what's the update? What's the 2020, late 2020 news? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's it's so funny, right? Because, like, what, what was it? Like, second episode of this show was was a, a song about like a song that has your name in it or something like that and that's like woefully yeah. outdated for me and it's just like yeah maybe a good idea to have like a little update thing you know hey here's where we're at <laughs> what's a jupiter song drops a jupiter is that a song what am i thinking of but yeah miles yes so a song that <laughs> a song that makes me feel gender euphoric a little song a little song for little miles is uh-huh. one that came out fairly recently and again i know i'm the old withered man on tiktok now but it is a song that i saw on tiktok but it's a song that did not have a lot of um like views on tiktok it was like a video with like 13 likes and this song was on it and i was like what is this how many songs have come up on the show where uh where you say well, I found this song on TikTok. At least four. At least, At four, least four. Maybe more. Yeah. <laughs> At least four, maybe more. Yeah. But so this song, I loved it. I like heard it and I was like, ooh, baby, that's a good one. <laughs> that's a cup right there. And uh, the song is, I don't know if it's pronounced, like I'll say different pronunciations because I'm not sure. It's either Mosdosa or Mosdosa. It's M O S and then T H O S E R. So like Mosdosa mm-hmm. by Food House. Okay. I don't know much about Food House. I listened to a few more of their songs after I heard this. It's uh, very hyper pop, it's very trans rights. Uh, and I would love if we could give it a little listen. Also, I will recommend for anyone listening to get the lyric page if you want to understand any of the things being said. But if not, it's fine. It's just very like it's a lot. There's a lot happening. I I was sorry. I just I've been thinking about what a food house would be, and there's just like a house made of food, and I hate it. Yeah, like a gingerbread house. But but because it says food, I assume it's like turkey. And lettuce. Right. Well, what I'm imagining is like, you know, a house, but instead of being, instead of like laying down bricks, you're laying down burgers and, you know, putting the, 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 the paste over it and stacking more burgers. Mm-hmm. Well, because it, it reminds me of like a food fight. So I'm assuming everything <laughs> that makes up the food house is something that you would get in a cafeteria. Instead of instead of bricks, it's burgers. Instead of concrete, it's mayo. Inst- <laughs> instead <laughs> of instead of uh, <laughs> instead of shingles for the roof, it's uh, <laughs> slices of craft cheese. Yeah, it would be. Yucky, yucky. I think that's most of the materials in a house. Yeah. What are the window frames? Twinkies? Yeah, I think, yeah, just made out of those, like, plastic Coca-Cola cups that you get at restaurants sometimes. (laughs) Oh, God, I need to stop thinking about this. Let's give this song a listen. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like a hot pink fishing breakfast. I, I think that hyperpop is like is my gender identity. <laughs> I feel that. 
on a deep fucking level. <laughs> also, I was just thinking this last night because I was listening to Asia Erotica and I was like, <laughs> just thinking like, hmm, why don't I like, you know, fall asleep easier these days? And then I proceed to listen to Hyperpop at 2 a.m. before I go to bed. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I wonder why, dipshit. <laughs> You're not slowing down your heart rate, genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I loved this song. I, okay. I really did. I really, I really did. So the line that was on TikTok that got me, uh, that was like the clip that was on there, is "Vampification poisoning your mind and body. I'm asbestos. If you see somebody with dyed hair who smells like weed and does not care, and they listen to snare, that's how you know that they're infected with that new world order. No more gods, only Sophie. You'll know God is trans, so let's pray to her and stream trophy. And I love that so much. And then like make some new behaviors that straight people will infringe on because mm-hmm. that's true. That is so true. Yeah. Uh, and I just love no more gods, only Sophie. Slaps, slaps. I love it. I, I also, I gotta say, I'm a big fan of the increasing usage of of thembo coming into coming into the culture. Mm, mm-hmm. I, I'm a big fan of thembo. I feel like you know we need to we need to do some work though, right? Because we've himbo is already like himbo's there. Himbo's himbo is where he needs to be. Himbo's in the perfect himbo's location. Himbo's in the culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, thembo is rising up, mm-hmm. but there needs to be some like like a word like that, but for women because it's not bimbo. We all know that it's not bimbo. It's like. It's that's nothing. It's the, the, that word is gone. Yeah, well, like women and like femme people have been like reclaiming bimbo, but you can't just call a woman a bimbo, mm-hmm. right? And and also like you know like himbo and thembo are like big dumbass rights, but also yeah. about you know respect and like I I've had you know people in my chat. Very, very insistently being like, the qualifications for being a himbo are dumb as mud and respects women. Yeah. It's someone that's like socially smart and not necessarily book smart. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, I've, I feel like there are some, uh, other connotations with the word bimbo that are gonna be um hard if not impossible to reclaim. But what about Herbo? I do like Herbo just because it sounds dumb. <laughs> what about Herbo? What about Herbo? Let's let's get on it. Fucking fuck it. I I I cycle with between being a Thembo and a Herbo at any moment. You're the Herbo. <laughs> That's like this <laughs> It's like an elvish name with, like, accent marks. Yeah, the Herbo. Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, so Crazy Frog's in this one. Um, <laughs> that's- oh no, that's true. So the first verse- the first verse is my, like, favorite. It's so fucking funny. I love the first line, which is a reference to one of my favorite pictures on the internet, which is a picture of a little tiny dog that's been dyed with, like, um, like a dog paint to be hot pink. And there's oh. just someone being like, I met this hot pink bitch named Breakfast. And it's just this weird little dog. And I'm like, what an absolutely insane thing <laughs> that you've posted. And then the following line, about to make a Girls Gone Wild spinoff called Twink Gone Reckless. What is happening? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Happening? This is like, this is my, like, f- one of my favorite things about Hyperpop. And like, honestly, part of the reason why I unironically will say Hyperpop is my gender identity is because in, in its truest form to me, Hyperpop is all about making bold, unsubstantiated, wildly confident, absurd statements in the lyrics. And the boldness and the absurdity and the confidence are something that I, uh, you know, feel generally 
Yeah, and that's what I wanted to talk about, like, like relating to the song is like, and I love, again, like, yeah, Hyperpop, you were saying, like, it's so confident and it's very, like, internet-based, like, it's very, when we talked about mm-hmm. this, like, very, like, SoundCloud origins, like, you can make a lot of, like, fun noises in, like, free or low-cost, like, um, music editing apps and stuff, like, it's very for the people, right. this genre of music. And it's true, like, and, and specifically, like, lyrics in the song, as well as the genre itself, make me feel very agenda. Because, like, I still use he, him pronouns, but my experience is very non-binary. Like, I don't want dick shit or piss cis people <laughs> referring to me as anything other than he, him pronouns, because I'm like, you don't get to get like, – if I give them an inch, they'll take a mile and they'll misgender me. So I'm like, no, I'm a man. But – with other trans people, the experience of gender is such a fluid, like, colourful, like, personal experience that, like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and it's beautiful and wonderful. Yeah. And I, I love that this song is such a clear expression of, like, I don't care if you think I'm crazy. I know I look crazy. I do it on purpose. <laughs> like, right. You're not making fun of me. You're just acknowledging that I have clown makeup on right now, and I like it. <laughs> right. This is, like, the, you know, thing with Hyperpop, for sure, of, like, like I know this sounds bad, it's the point, which makes it sound good, actually, by the way. Mm. But also, you saying that reminded me that that's also the point with Insane Clown Posse. You're not wrong. <laughs> Listen, they were the OGs. They really paved the way. They really did. Like, we we gotta give our due respect to Insane Clown Posse. I know... Yeah, listen, every subgenre is going to have their weirdos, like, and not in a fun way. They're going to have their bad people. But overall, juggalos really just be feeling themselves. And that's fantastic. Yeah, juggalos, and isn't the whole point about juggalos is family and unity and not giving a shit about, you know, like, whatever else you got going on in your life. It's just, you are a juggalo, you belong here. It's a very inclusive scene, absolutely. Uh, and I, I feel like I've also seen some, like, really, like, nice progressive shit happening with the, with the members as well. I don't- Yeah, absolutely. I do not recall. But yeah, uh, fucking Insane Clown Posse are, are allies for sure. Fuck yeah. They're allies with Hyperpop, I feel. Hell yes. We are holding hands with that handshake meme. Mm-hmm, absolutely. You know what I think it is? And it's, it's the same with, uh, like, any sort of, like, yeah, like, insane clown posse, like, juggalo stuff, and with hyperpop and those sorts of, like, specific subcultury sort of things. It really is because, like, neurodivergent people like it, and because you can hyperfocus, it's a, right. like, style point, it's, like, uh, passionate, and neurodivergent people are possibly the most passionate about things that they're interested in. Mm. And it's so, like, you know, and it's all about, yeah, again, like, that community and support and not caring, like, what you are or who you are and just, like, you know, being supportive. And uh, that really draws in a lot of uh, neurodivergent people in my experience. And then people who are not neurodivergent are like, whoa, look at these weirdos. It's the same with fairies. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like, <laughs> What's like, wrong legit- with fairies? <laughs> There is a legitimately, like, subculture goal that I feel like is constantly happening and also constantly misunderstood of just, like, people choosing to be partially or fully anonymous in their, like, or, like, putting away their human regular bodies for a moment and becoming clowns or furries or just hiding away on the internet and making hyperpop. Mm-hmm. The stated goal of stuff like this is like to have unity and community and to have something in common, even if like the world would say that you don't. Yeah. And it's like very wholesome. And then people see that and they're like, ah, furries are all just horny perverts, and ah, insane clown posse are dangerous weirdos, and yeah, uh, and hyperpop sounds bad is the is mostly the big thing that they say about hyperpop. But yeah, just like these misunderstandings about what the point is, 
And then also, like, other people, like, coming into the community and, like, with that misunderstanding and then furthering it by creating that. It's a whole thing. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, but suffice it to say, like, actually, you go ahead. (laughs) That's okay. Uh, It's, it's like, even, like, they sort of talk about the same, like, yeah, people, like, approaching the scene stuff in this song of, like, um... You know, if you, like, start hanging out with me and then decide that, like, I'm cringy or, like, people thinking, like, that you're friends with me is too cringy so you stop talking to me, then, well, you're still never going to get that tarnish off your name. You fuck with me and you'll have to find another space uh, and get out of my face because it isn't for you. And it is very, like, listen, I don't want anyone that's going to, like, be embarrassed or second-guess themselves trying to be friends with me because it's not going to work. I'm not going to become less weird for you. And I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, embracing the weirdness is so important and so helpful for people in general, I feel like. is like having, like, weird communities and weird spaces where you can just be fucking weird. Mm Mm-hmm. There's an inherent human desire to just be fucking weird, and, like, people don't chase that enough. Wait, as adults, people are like, I need to suppress my urge to be weird. Embrace it, comrade. You're you're wrong. You be weird. Be weird on purpose. Be as weird as you want to be. Like, truly. Truly. Who gives a shit? Why would you want to hang out with people that are like, oh, I hate when you have interests? (laughs) Like, fuck them. Yeah, what the- who gives a shit? What am I supposed to be fucking- fucking hold a briefcase and going to fucking the office to just uh, die in obscurity and never once express myself in any meaningful way? Fuck you. Fuck you. Last thing I'll say about the song, I like that they have a Minecraft pig noise in it. <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> I, I love when Minecraft noises show up in things. Oh, I love it. It's it gives me so much joy. Good. They get it. That's Minecraft, baby. That's, that's Minecraft, baby. <laughs> Minecraft is about the weird noises. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. All right. Jupiter. Miles. What is your song? Well, my song, you see, is a uh, song that that I don't know that would be anybody's first pick. <laughs> I am cheating a little bit because uh, I am using this opportunity to uh, talk about how Caliucci's and Rico Nasty put a song out together. Mm-hmm. And I do have some like feelings about this song that make it appropriate for the theme, but also... I'm, I, I also just want to talk about uh, Akio Mando by Caliucci's Enrico Nasty. Hell yes. So, that's what we're doing. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I, I remember when this came out and I fucking lost my shit. Yeah, yeah. It's just like fucking how, even on this podcast, like, like we have repeatedly been like, you know what, Caliucci's Enrico Nasty should put a song out together. Because it'd be so good and it is. <laughs> And then it finally fucking happened. Mm-hmm. And they even put out a fucking music video. Shit. The music video is very good. It is. It, it absolutely is. Um, and I do have some gender feelings about the song. But like, as I said, I don't really have strong gender feelings about any song. So. Uh, That's fair. So here we are. Here we are. Hell yeah. So without further ado, without further bullshit. Let's cut the bullshit, Miles, finally. Cut the shit, Jupiter. Uh, let's listen to the song. Let's give it a little listen. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. What'd you think? I mean, I already really like this song, so. Yeah. (laughs) Don't have much to say, but it's good. It's a good song. So this song, uh, Akio Mando, which uh, I believe. So, okay, I've been, uh, I I am like third generation Cuban American, uh, but my family, like my, my grandpa decided to just like completely, uh, 
abandoned Spanish and never taught any of his family members how to speak it, uh, which is a big shame. And I have been recently learning Spanish uh, for myself. And I was actually like, I looked at the title of the song for the first time, like since I started, I'm like, oh, I almost know what this means. (laughs) Nice. Uh, So, uh, Akio Mando, uh, Google will tell you that it means uh, I rule here. I think, unless I'm wrong, I think it would be more accurate to say it it means here I rule. But anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, is a song by Kali Uchis uh, and Rico Nasty off of Kali Uchis' latest album, uh, Sin Miedo, I believe, is the title of it. And it was released as a single. Uh, like three months before the album came out, the album came out like a couple of days ago, like a week ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it's an album that is entirely in Spanish, save for a couple of lyrics here or there, uh, or features or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just fucking so good. It's just so good. And you might be sitting there, you might be wondering, hey, Jupiter. How does this song relate to your gender experience in any way? And if I have to give an answer, which I do, it's, I think that sort of what we were talking about with like the hyperpop of just like, this is a song that oozes confidence in every sense of the word, right? Like a, a, a sort of thing that you get a lot with like, songs about women being confident and, you know, taking control and being at the top is you sort of, like, end up falling into a lot of, like, girl boss tropes. (laughs) Yeah. Which are uh, pretty uh, unfortunate from my perspective. Like, oh, everything would be fixed if only a woman was the CEO of this company that relies on slave labor and it's like yeah that's definitely the point (laughs) that's it's definitely the pro that's definitely the core problem here Mm -hmm. but in the music video callie and rico are posed as thieves who just murder higher ups in the corporation and steal their shit which is way better Mm-hmm. Big fan. Big fan. But, okay, but in far as far as relating to my own personal gender experience, something that I have been feeling a lot ever since that I, I came out as trans, ever since that I uh, uh, came out as a, um, I don't know, gender non-conforming woman, mm-hmm. uh, I... I don't know that I would personally use the the label non-binary for myself anymore, but I also still use they pronouns equally with she pronouns. Mm. Uh, so, I don't know. Words are words. Gender's weird. But something that I, I have, like, been experiencing a lot is just, like, a massive, massive boost in confidence. And it's sort of like... Over the last, I don't know, six months or something like that, maybe even less, I have been sort of step by step fully taking control of all of the aspects of my life and identity. Mm -hmm. And when I say taking control of it, I mean, like, in terms of, like, my gender identity and my uh, neurodivergency and my cultural heritage. And I am now getting to a point, right, like, where I am starting to feel more like the ruler of my own life, in a sense. Hmm. I feel like that's the vibe that I take off of these songs is not like wanting to control other people or whatever, but just removing the elements of control over my life that aren't in my hands. Yeah. No one's going to tell you what it means to be a woman. No one's going to tell you what it means to be neurodivergent. You get to, it's your own unique experience and you get to control how other people perceive it. Right. Absolutely. And I feel like this song, it, honestly, like the reason why I like finally am, was just like, 
I've been wanting to do it for literal years. I've been really like I've been resentful to my grandfather, who's like not even in my life anymore, like not dead, just not in my life anymore. Mm-hmm. Like I have been resentful to him towards him for not teaching the family Spanish. And it's time that I, you know, move away from that decision and make a decision for myself. Hmm. And to me, all of those parts of myself are, you know, sort of wrapped up in a nice little bow. Uh, and, oh, and the thing that, that caused me to, like, finally, like, do the final push and just commit to learning Spanish was, was Caliucci's new album coming out and me being like, I love this. I wish I knew what she was saying. Yeah. Uh, once again, Jupiter, music is the cup, baby. Right. It's inspired you into action. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, just the confidence and the control and the poise. The poise, yeah, of two of my favorite artists coming together on a song about being the fucking like boss of your own life. Yeah. It just hits in a very particular way for me, and uh, I just love it. And all of those parts of myself, the Cuban heritage, the uh, me being autistic, uh, me being trans, uh, me being asexual even, they all relate to each other, and they all fit in with each other. And you can't pull one thread and, like... Be like, oh, oh, Jupiter's a trans woman because it's, that's not mm. it. That's not that's not all that I am. It's a tapestry, right? Exactly. And me taking that control and and you know, yeah, like you were saying earlier, just like making the definition of myself for everyone else to follow. Yeah, M- much like Kali Uchi's Enrico Nasty themselves, no one can tell you shit. Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I, I I guess those are my feelings. I guess those are my feelings on this song, Miles. I think those are good feelings. And I don't think that was a cop out because I feel like that's exactly in theme because it is all interconnected. And it's, you know, as much as like we separate into themes on this podcast, everything is interconnected and it is all just pieces of the puzzle that make up you as a person. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Can I, can I tell you something infuriating, by the way? <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> it's just a little thing that reminded me of this when you uh, were talking about learning Spanish. My friend Shanae, uh, who was on the podcast before uh, on the Hosea special, they were like, oh, I want to start learning Spanish. I wonder if our university offers courses to teach Spanish, which, you know, they teach, uh, I think they teach what? Indonesian, Chinese, Japanese, French, and like a bunch of other stuff. And uh, I know that Spanish isn't like a primary language in Australia, but there are no Spanish classes, but there are Latin classes. Mm, now, ah. wait a second. <clears throat> Hold on a second. There's a lot of classics perverts. <laughs> <sighs> And it's not it's, just like, oh, the Latin that you would be reading specifically if you were going to be doing a classics degree. It's like, no, you were learning the dead language Latin. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't even think that we had Spanish classes. No, we didn't. In high school, we had language classes, but we didn't have Spanish. That's crazy. <laughs> we had German and French, but I don't think that we had Spanish. German! <laughs> We also have German. I'm like, what? Sp- <laughs> uh, I, German and French, perfectly fine languages, worth learning, for mm. sure. Absolutely, if that is your prerogative. But mm. I live in a country where Spanish is the second most spoken language, and yeah. it's not taught. And I just, yeah. it's it's stupid. That would be like if Chinese wasn't taught in Australia, because so much of our population are Chinese. And mm-hmm. it would be insane if that wasn't an offered course. I hate schools. <laughs> schools suck. I've well, I've been I this is not a sponsor, so I will just say I have been learning from the app with the funny little owl. With the little bird. And it's worked out it's been working out pretty good for me. I don't think, you know, it's the the be all end all, but I think that it's a great place to to learn the fundamentals. Absolutely. Uh, also, I do want to say very briefly about this 
we didn't talk about the video hardly at, hardly at all for this song. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to. <laughs> I do want to talk about it a little bit. Uh, well, one, uh, both Rico and Callie have just the most amazing outfits and hair throughout all of this, uh, all of the scenes. Just so good. I will say, uh, so there are several like scenes that sort of are intercut, uh, and one of the scenes is set in this like i don't know surveillance room of this corporation that they're raiding or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's so funny to me like absolutely no no judgment on on anything uh just that i love that like rico is clearly very accustomed to like this aesthetic and like the swagger that you're supposed to have with this uh whereas like Callie's aesthetic is more about like slow uh sort of majesty and regalness and shit yeah simple and clean and sensual sort of outfits right Rico yeah. is very like punk alternative and uh it's so funny to me there are two moments uh in the surveillance room scene where callie throws files onto a table (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then there's another part where she's like on the like on the table and just sort of like very gently pushes the light (laughs) (laughs) like i'm causing property damage but i don't actually want to it's nice it's it's just fun. Like I yeah. again, absolutely no judgment. I just think it's fun and I think it adds to the texture of the video in a really fun way that I that I enjoy and I think is at a good quality. Absolutely. But yeah, I I think that's all I got to say on this song. Yeah, you want to take a little breather? Take a little breaky break? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, hey, I, I've been, uh, for for uh, no reason at all, I've been going back through the Arcoast archives recently, uh, and did you, re- do you remember that we used to call the break, the breakdown? We did, what? <laughs> yeah, originally we, uh, we called the break, the breakdown. Be- I guess because songs sometimes have breakdowns in them. Hmm. So once again, I will reiterate that we don't have a definition for this podcast <laughs> and every effort that we've put towards it has been futile. <laughs> we evolve. We evolve and we, uh, we're constantly changing and we're, you know, we're different people now. And in two more years, when this podcast is even older, we'll be even different people still. Yeah, damn straight. All right, the, the, and the break is happening now. Currently, let's break it down. <laughs> yeah, let's break it down. Let's let's go to the breakdown. Let's uh. go to the breakdown. Auga, it's Kenny and the Wolf. <laughs> Hello, welcome, pull up a chair. Ah, Yoda, you old sponge. (laughs) (laughs) You look terrible. (laughs) Dead I am. Dead. (laughs) Dead, I would like like you to be. (laughs) (sighs) Uh, If the the Wertha Kids bit that we had is is cut out, then (laughs) then people (laughs) are lost. People are lost. All right. All right, Miles. All right, you old sponge. I am. It's it's time for me. Oh no, what's happening? <laughs> it's time for me to spin the wheel. Right? That's Get how we fucked. do it. That's no. how we do it. Yeah. How dare you? No. How yeah. dare you? No, the cha- no, the challenger. No, wait. Fuck. Why do I keep fuck why do I keep fucking <laughs> Give me the up? wheel back. Hold on. <laughs> I I can't believe at the beginning of this episode, before we started recording, I was just, like, so convinced that I was going first. And for some reason, like, I went back into that mindset and was like, yeah, it's I went first, so it's time for me to spin. But I didn't. It's like, no. I super didn't. <laughs> super didn't. All right. Hey, hey, Miles. Hey, Miles. Hey, Jimmy. You old sponge. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> What's your... Spin the wheel, damn it. Okay, I'm gonna do it. Okay, mind that yell at me. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah? Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. This one fuck gets yeah, a baby. fuck yeah. A fuck yeah, baby. Wow. <laughs> fuck yeah, baby. 
baby. <laughs> I just like saying baby. I don't know why. I never baby. like saying baby. I'll say baby. Yeah. I'll never say just baby on its own. And I'll never call anyone baby. Yeah, I probably wouldn't call a loved one baby. I don't know. I probably wouldn't. I just like saying baby. Yeah, baby is very good. Yeah. But how do you feel about the word babe? Babe, um, that's fine. It's not usually what I gravitate towards. Yeah, I feel like, well, here's my question. It makes me feel like a jock. Babe? (laughs) (laughs) Babe? Babe? I fucking can't do my jock voice anymore. There was a brief window of time where I could do a pretty good jock voice, and it's passed. No, you're too trans now. (laughs) (laughs) No! Like, I can still do the fucking snake voice. That's not going to change. I'm not going to do fucking- (laughs) I'm not doing fucking vocal training. Podcasting is my vocal training. (laughs) To sound more like- (laughs) Sound more like a podcaster? Like Anyway, so uh, the song is <laughs> song, the song is "Boxes and Squares" by Tank and the Bangers. What a, what about what about triangles and octagons? That's our song. That's for our parody <laughs> band. What's the parody of Tank and the Bangers? Mash and the Spangers. I don't know. Ma- wait, mash- I don't know what I said. Ma- I'm sorry, Mash and the Bangers. I I was thinking about Bangers and Mash. Okay, no, 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 I get that. No, I understand. I I fully get where you were coming from there. I get it. I feel you. But why did you replace Tank instead of Bangers? I don't know! (laughs) Why wasn't it like, I don't know, Infantry Mash? (laughs) Ew, because that sounds gross. (laughs) Yeah, it does. It does. Oh my god. (sighs) Listen, I've never improved before, so you can't. Hey, well, that's inaccurate. (laughs) All right. Without further ado, let's give this song a little listen, shall we? Fine. Fine. Fine, Miles, if you insist. Fine. Fine. So, what did you think? I mean, I really liked it. It's it's fun. It's bouncy. It's I don't know if it's necessarily the kind of music that I would be listening to typically, but I mean, shit, it's fun as hell. It is fun as hell. I've been getting more into like funky stuff, funky town, funky stuff, um, and R and B and soul and stuff. And Tank and the Bangers are just lovely because uh, as summer approaches, I like to listen to things that are a bit more um. Yeah, just bouncy, bouncy and funky. Um, and this is definitely one that I completely love after listening to their Tiny Desk concert. And I feel like we've talked about this before, but I love a song. And this feels like the conversation before a breakup. I like when breakup songs are like positive. <laughs> They're yeah. like fun. <laughs> this is very like, I would have been fucking great for you because you suck. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so fun. Breakups don't have to be sad, really. Like, yeah, I mean, look, there is an an underlying sadness, I'm sure, with with most, if not any breakup. But at the end of the day, the there was a choice made for the preservation of happiness of the fucking people involved and that is worth celebrating mm-hmm. any fucking any fucking choice that ultimately leads you to being happier should be a celebration yeah absolutely this is for the best and the more you can see it like is the more you can have a positive spin on things the better it'll be yeah and what I really like about this song, especially, because there are like, and, and I say it's like the conversation before a breakup, because there are bits that are like, are you going to be like honest with me right now? Or is this the mode that we're breaking up? But what I really like about this song, and that I would love for more songs to do, is that 
tank in the bangers, <laughs> uh, saying like parts of this uh, guy that that she's breaking up with is like things that a lot of guys get away with. Like it's stuff like I heard your mama sewed your buttons on till you were twenty two, and I heard your sister washed your laundry on like around the same time. And it's like, and you don't go grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's stuff that like a lot of guys get away with when they're in a relationship because it's like I'm a man, I don't know how to do things. And I like that she's like, no, bitch, this is a relationship. Like we have to do things together. I'm not your mom, right? Fucking so many fucking straight cis men are looking for a new mom when they're looking for and a it's girlfriend. Gross, gross <laughs> as hell. Also, Ugh. also, fucking yeah. uh, urinals were created to give cis men an excuse to never wash their junk, and I'm sick of it. That's the that's the hot take I wasn't expecting, but it's one that I agree with. Like, hey, look, y'all, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna come right out and say it here. If no matter what you got going on downstairs, you need to be sitting down to pee. Just do it. You need to be sitting down to pee, and then you need to wipe afterwards. There will always be piss in your underwear <laughs> if you do not wipe. I remember uh, back in the day hanging out on like fucking because I I hung out in like the sweatiest dude bro play dude bro places <laughs> on the internet for some fucking mm-hmm. reason, uh, and I would see posts and it'd just be like. Like, uh, yeah, no, you know, no matter how much, how, no matter how much you shake at the urinal, there will always be piss in your pants. And that's just something that we have to live with as men. I'm like, no, you don't. Just sit down. You fully and- don't have to live with it. <laughs> just sit down and wipe. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Uh, God. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what a rant. What a rant. <laughs> uh, I just, um. You know why I think I like this song and this genre of music? And I have, like, a whole playlist of, like, warm songs because it makes me feel happy. It's songs that, and again, this is also, like, how I describe my friend Shanae because I love them. They're my best friend. Mm -hmm. Um, Is, like, a warm, like, spring or summer New York stoop on Sesame Street. Ah, yeah. You know, it's, like, warm. It's very, like been through some shit because you're living in new york but you're still on sesame street and it's this very like primary colors bold like having a good time summer vacation energy yeah i like it one one last thing i would like to say about this song before we uh talk a little bit more about the patreon Uh Uh uh-huh is that um it's maybe something that like not everyone could relate to but something that i find really wonderful is that the members of tank and the bangers both fat women and they have a song where they talk about food and nourishment and it's a good thing and i will never get tired of music and art in in all descriptions that are so unapologetically like i'm fat and that's cool man and and i'm not afraid of talking about eating because so many um fat people like myself like we have trauma of not wanting to eat in front of people and stuff like that of not wanting to cook of being on diet apps since we were children Mm -hmm. and it's nice to see songs that are very even in a non-direct way very much likening themselves to, like in this song, they're likening themselves to like getting groceries and being warm soup and stuff. Right. It's just, it's lovely. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, like I eat like complete total garbage, uh, but like my general body type is always about been the same, no matter what I've eaten. I feel like that's generally true for everybody. Yeah. So for the love of God, can we just let people eat their food? I know. It would be lovely. <sighs> so that's just a little positive thing. I just feel better when I listen to them. Yeah. Hell yeah. I absolutely love this. I absolutely love this. <laughs> All right. Do you want to talk about the Patreon now? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, like we said at the beginning of the episode, we are launching a Patreon, uh, for, uh, Artificial Ghost Radio, Deck of Friendship, and Enchanting Aspects, and the Patreon is called Artificial Aspects of Friendship. Mm-hmm. Which uh, Ray pointed out in a meeting recently just sort of says fake friends. <laughs> but we're not fake friends. But we're not 
but we're not fake friends. We're real friends, damn it. Uh, so the link will not be live uh, for a couple days. It, it is launching officially on December 1st. Uh, but just to uh, have the link uh, in the in the saying it out loud, uh, you can find the Patreon at patreon.com slash art deck aspects. It'll be launched just a couple of days after this episode goes live. And uh, you can uh, donate to us there. You can support us there. Uh, the, the big things, uh, with the Patreon is, yeah, you get the week, the Arcos episodes and Deck of Friendship episodes a week early, uh, some bonus content for enchanting aspects, including, uh, pilots of the show that we, for like different show concepts that we did that we didn't end up going with, mm-hmm. uh, and a- any sort of bonus content that we decide will go there. Uh, and you can also get, access to our sticker club which is a club where we every like season of the year four times a year we will make uh, custom designed custom printed stickers that have uh designs that are very very specific to our shows and uh, you can even vote on which sticker design you want to see be real. And if you subscribe to the Sticker Club, you will uh, get uh, free shipping. You'll get sh- them sent out to you whenever they're made. The first sticker that we're doing, I believe, is going to be a unified design uh, between all of the different podcasts, uh, Artificial Ghost Radio, Enchanting Aspects, and Deck of Friendship. But in the future, they'll be a little bit more specific. But I will also say that, yes, we did mention earlier that uh, the network will be forming again. And we, there will be more updates in the future, but this is for people who maybe don't listen to other podcasts that are on the network and just want to support some of the things that we do, or you can support both. It's just a little thing I'd like to mention. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're very excited for for the launch of the new network. Uh, it has a name. It has a launch day. It has uh, plans and things that are happening. Uh, and secrets. We're, secrets that we're very excited about. More updates will be soon. Uh, but, uh, I mean, honestly, fucking most of the other podcasts on the network have separate Patreons. Yeah. Uh, and we decided to get in on that. This is the Jupiter support Patreon. Hey, this is, <laughs> this all is the five Jupiter edits everything. <laughs> <laughs> support patreon <laughs> i don't edit everything amy ed- edits enchanting aspects nah, all right but still the unifying factor is jupiter the patreon money is uh split up uh equally between all five members uh of of the shows so even though i am on three of the podcasts i don't get more shares that is that is not how it works uh miles no i know i know even if that's what you would demand. Well, maybe. <laughs> I No, I disagree. Will not. Uh, but yeah, patreon.com slash artdickaspects, or you can search Artificial Aspects of Friendship. Uh, it is launching officially a couple of days after this episode goes live on December 1st, 2020. Fucking Ooh. be there. Be excited. Follow us on Twitter. You can find, you'll, we'll definitely post links and shit there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's sort of it. Hey. Hey. hey Miles. Hey Miles. Hey, hey Jupiter. Hey, hey Miles. I I have a theme for you. Ooh, I was hoping you would. And I uh I I want to be a bastard. You're always a bastard. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. I want to introduce a new oh, no. a new kind <laughs> of theme on this what one. Were? What were? <laughs> A new, a new kind of theme that we can, a new series almost for Art Ghost. Different that, cup. That, a di- <laughs> different cup that I want to introduce, uh, for, for you, my friend Miles and everyone else listening. Okay. Uh, and what I want you to do is I want you to find for me the best Brockhampton song. Oh, yeah. I know that I already know that we will have very different songs because we have like different things we appreciate about Brockhampton. This is going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Now, we have been, <laughs> we have been for too long, we have been just bringing our own opinions to this <laughs> podcast. We want being- objective 
answers. Yeah. <laughs> we want objective answers. What What is the best? And so actually, naturally, Miles, right, if we're coming up with the best one, if we're looking for objective answers, then we mm-hmm. should bring the same song. That's true. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a cold shot. Uh-huh. I would like to, uh-huh. once we once we record um, the episode and put it out next episode, if we have two different songs, we will put up a poll on Twitter, and then you guys can decide. Okay. This is a community-based right. activity. Objectively, what is the best Brockhampton song? Absolutely. And... <laughs> Little fiend. I just, I think, you know, it'd be fun, it'll be fun every now and again to uh, just just bring up some of that art ghost objectivism to to the world and so we can finally clear out what the what the best song in any given category is or the best something i'm gonna brush up on my debate skills <laughs> yeah this is this is uh this is the new series the new arco series the best i like that a lot I like this. You know why I also like I like it for several reasons. One of the reasons being Brockhampton is a band that we share a love of. Um, yeah. Uh, but I can really bring some like objectively uh, Jupiter does not like this band <laughs> shit. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I feel like starting out with a band that we share is the perfect way to start out. Yeah. Oh, I like this. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited. And I'm I've got plans. It's going to get really really oblique later. Love it. Love the energy. So, fucking watch out. <laughs> Going to get you. All right. Thank you so much for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. Uh fucking Patreon, Patreon, Patreon. I love you. Goodbye. Patient. What? Do you remember the intro? Yeah, but you already said patient in the intro. You I said-, said Miles. You said patient. Yeah, what I, that should have counted. How dare you step on my bit? <laughs> I, how how dare you not recognize that your bit was already stepped on an hour and a half ago? Main. <laughs>